This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Welcome to Money, Mission, and Meaning, Passion at Work, Purpose at Play, where we explore how we can integrate our personal values and professional skills to create pleasure and profit in the business of life. I'm your host, Mark Michael Lewis of RationalSpirituality.com, author of Relation Dancing, Consciously Creating What You Really Want in Your Relating, and The Key is in the Darkness, Unlocking the Door to a Spiritual Life. Today, we're starting on a series of podcasts on the Breakthrough Interactive event on Oprah with Eckhart Tolle, the author of A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose. This course brings Eckhart's work on the power of now to the mainstream in an unprecedented way. It's exciting and fascinating to see such profound and insightful teachings offered on such a wide scale. It's also a bit frustrating because the show raises so many absolutely critical questions that Eckhart either doesn't have time to answer or doesn't choose to answer. In this show, I'll explore and address how we can apply the spiritual insights that Eckhart and Oprah talk about without abandoning the passion and fun of fully participating in the material world that we wake up to every day. You see, the name of this show is Money, Mission, and Meaning. The important word in this show title is AND. Because the essence of this show is about having all three together. Unfortunately, many people have gotten caught up in the so-called spiritual idea that it's not and, but or, as if we have to make a choice between money or meaning, between soul or body, between selfishness and selflessness, as if they're somehow opposites, uh, sort of like the angel and the devil on our shoulders leading us down completely different paths. In the face of this false choice between material success on the one hand and spiritual well-being on the other, people normally make one of three choices. First, they work hard to develop their spiritual awareness and understand their material and social work to be a type of distraction or temptation to lead them off the spiritual path. Second, they decide that spirituality is a luxury they can't afford and abandon any spiritual practice so that they can focus on making money and achieving their career and social goals. Third, and most commonly, people waver back and forth between these two positions, sometimes seeking material wealth but feeling guilty about it, while at other times seeking spiritual awakening at the cost of investing in their material health and wealth. Fortunately, this is simply a mistake. We do not have to choose between money or mission or meaning. In fact, When we understand their true nature, we discover that money, mission, and meaning all support one another, such that the more we have of one, the more fully we can experience the others. In the best of all possible senses, the theme of money, mission, and meaning is that the rich get richer, which also means that the purposeful become more passionate, the open-hearted experience more love, and those most satisfied with their lives become the most successful. So, as I've been watching Eckhart and Oprah teach this class, I hear beautiful and powerful teachings from Eckhart in the realm of meaning. 
He's brilliant at helping people see how they've gotten caught up in their ego and guiding them to the peace and freedom that comes when you disidentify from your ego and remember that you're the consciousness experiencing all of life. It's both profound and practically valuable teaching in the realm of meaning. At the same time, I notice that Eckhart teaches almost nothing about how to integrate money and mission into this deep, profound stillness of consciousness and meaning. It's all about meaning, meaning, and more meaning. Because of this, I believe, people keep calling in and asking question after question about how they can approach the material world when they relax into the calm center of the spiritual world. They want to know how they can integrate these spiritual perspectives into their everyday lives. And these are the same questions I've heard again and again from people concerned with spiritual awakening, and they're questions which must be answered. Unfortunately, the answers that Eckhart's offered continually bring the focus back to meaning, suggesting that the concerns people have with money and mission all belong to the realm of ego. And while these answers aren't wrong, per se, because meaning is so critically important, they are, from my perspective, not right enough. My experience with hundreds of clients and thousands of seminar participants is that it's not enough to become spiritually awakened. Rather, we must learn how to bring our spiritual awareness to the material and interpersonal tasks that make up the fabric of our lives. We have to learn to have money, mission, and meaning all express the deep truth that we ourselves, just as we are, are the true happiness that we seek. So, to start... Let's first get clear about the true gift that Eckhart's teaching offers and why Oprah liked him so much that she gave him such an international platform to teach his work. The heart of Eckhart's teaching can be thought of in three different parts. First, Eckhart points out that who you think you are determines how you respond to your experience. It's your self-concept that determines your levels of happiness and satisfaction in life. If you identify yourself with your social position, for example... If you think that who you are is your social position, then your social position somehow determines your value as a human being, and anything which threatens your social position will feel like it's threatening your very self. Because of this, you'll typically become fearful or angry with anything which threatens your social position, while being excited and relieved about things which enhance it. This leads to a tumultuous emotional life in which our minds and consciousness becomes dominated by all the concerns associated with whatever we're identified with, such as our social life. We worry about it and hold grudges about it and sacrifice our relationships and our health because we're so focused on it. And this same pattern holds true no matter what we identify ourselves with in the world, whether it's our relationships, our family, political movement, or religious or ethnic groups. So, Eckhart's first point is that whenever we identify ourselves with some part of our lives, we put ourselves on a roller coaster ride around the changing conditions of that part of our lives, and sooner or later discover that it never truly fulfills us or makes us happy. Eckhart's second point is that when we focus our minds on the present moment and allow the voice in our head to go quiet, we discover that we're not any of the objects in our awareness. Our essential self is not our mind, or our body, or our relationships, our bank account, or anything else we can become aware of. Rather, we are the consciousness that's aware of all of those things. We are the still space in which all of our experience happens. 
Our thoughts come and go. Our relationships come and go. Our possessions come and go. Our consciousness, however, remains constant. In this sense, spiritual realization is understanding that you are not any of the things that you think, feel, desire, or experience. You are that which is experiencing them, and that which is experiencing them can never be hurt. The more we learn to relax into the stillness that we are and disidentify with all the objects in our awareness, what we think, feel, desire, and experience, the more freedom we will have to experience the world as it is in this moment, and the more depth and happiness will become our natural state. Eckhart's third point is that once we begin to realize who we really are and experience the moments of stillness and true inner peace, we'll begin to notice how easily and regularly we get caught up in identifying with some part of our lives and jump back on the roller coaster of drama and emotions. This process or mechanism that leads us to identify with some part of our thinking, some aspect of our experience, is what Eckhart refers to as our ego. Normally, our ego works unconsciously, and we simply experience the emotional results of its workings. However, by focusing our attention on the present moment and remembering who we really are, we can begin to recognize how the ego works. As we learn to focus our attention on the shenanigans of our ego and its roller coaster ride, we begin to get freedom from it. The more we learn to recognize our ego for what it is, a false identification of who we are, the more peace and happiness we'll begin to feel in our lives. To put it differently, the more we bring our attention into the present moment, the more we free ourselves from the prison of our ego and experience true spiritual power, the power of presence. It's discovering and bringing this presence to every aspect of our lives that's the purpose that we are to awaken to. It is this purpose that opens the door to a new earth. So, uh, in summary, the essence of Eckhart Tolle's teaching is that, one, when we identify ourself, who we think we are, with some aspect of our experience, we'll feel the need to protect that aspect and get caught up in fear, anger, and suffering around that drama. Two, when we focus on our present moment experience, we can remember that we're the consciousness that experiences the various aspects of our lives. In the process, we free ourselves from the fear, anger, and suffering and awaken into profound spiritual peace. And three, the more we practice focusing on the present moment and relaxing into pure consciousness, the more we learn to recognize and free ourselves from the false self and emotions of the ego. This awakening is our true purpose, and our collective awakening will create a new earth. Again, these teachings offer incredible insights into the nature of meaning. Next week, I'll continue to highlight the valuable teachings of Eckhart Tolle and Oprah and begin to add additional insights that integrate this meaning with the passionate and practical desires of mission and money. I've been your host, Mark Michael Lewis of RationalSpirituality.com, and that brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for listening, and join us next week on Money, Mission, and Meaning, Passionate Work, Purpose at Play, as we offer practical ideas to bring you pleasure and profit in the business of life. For text and transcripts of this show, or to get archives of previous shows, go to www.moneymissionmeaning.com. 
or sign up to automatically receive our show in iTunes or at personallifemedia.com. Talk to you next week. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.